Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to What Do You Say Anime, I am your host Peter, and on today's episode, me and Pat will be discussing and reviewing the spring 2021 anime season. Pat, thank you for joining me, how's it going? What are your 4th of July plans? What's going on with your life? Hello, I was about to say happy 4th, a little early, but um, uh, not much, yeah, I'm going to see a soccer game today, going to go get plastered and shout at people and, and just have fun you know just the usual uh outside of that not much playing this weekend just uh been binging a lot of shows been catching up uh on all those seasonals what about you i i, I think you have something you do. yeah i got some good plans we are recording on a saturday instead of a monday for a reason because i finally get to go on vacation for the first time in a year and a half and i'm leaving for vegas baby so i will be heading out tomorrow for vegas for four days and three nights at the lovely paris estate can't wait um but before we go i wanted to talk anime because it's my favorite thing in the world you know that i love and I thought this season was really good. I didn't expect this season to be as good as it was, considering how like insane winter twenty twenty one was. Usually, we get the usually winter is like the best season of the year, and it usually follows it up with nothing that's like comparable normally. And I thought this season is easily comparable to winter twenty twenty one, which, in my opinion, was the best season of anime of all time. And I would argue that spring 2021 is probably like a top five season of all time based off of how I scored it. Other people may be differently, but I was a huge fan of this season. Lots of high rankings. So spoiler alert, I will say a lot of nice things about a lot of shows. There are a few shows that I'm not going to say some nice things about, especially (laughs) one that's um, really, really hype right now where... I don't get it at all, but that's, I'll save it for when we get to that show. But I do want to say like going forward, we will be talking spoilers for the shows. So if you do not want to hear spoilers on a specific show in the descriptions below, there'll be timestamps for each show that we are reviewing. And that way you can just skip to that. And normally when I watch like 20 shows in a season, I would do two episodes, but just because of how scheduling is like right now with like the fourth and just like the time crunch of work and Pat's schedule and everyone else's schedule we're breaking we're doing this all in one episode so i'm gonna be doing a speed round on shows that probably deserve like five minutes of talking so um i'm sorry if your favorite show gets relegated to the speed round but unfortunately you have bad taste (sighs) <sighs> it's just you have to pick, you have to pick, I had to pick and choose and yep. I didn't want this episode to be 4 hours long because it's Saturday and we got things to do and I did think that we will we will talk about the shows that need to be talked about I'll put it that way so yeah yeah well the most important show of the season is the first show we're talking about yep. it's the only one that deserves this uh this whole anime of the season or anime of the year title And what show is that Pat? That is Zombieland Saga Revenge. Saga. Saga. Man, oh this show God. was great. What was this show? Holy. F- I, I, are we two minutes in? Can I swear yet? Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can swear. Fuck, <laughs> holy fuck. This show was incredible. Like, I have not been this captivated and this, like, just blown away by a, by a show that I have watched since 2018, Violet Evergarden. Like, that is the last time that I was this just 
it, like awestruck while watching the show. And and man, I I cannot speak highly enough about, about this show. Everything that happens in this show, literally everything that happened, not only in this season too, but in the first season from who would have guessed 2018. Everything that happened in this show culminates at the very end in the final episode into a perfect story. I. I don't know where to start. I genuinely don't know where to start with talking about Well, let's stuff. start with the beginning. I thought that they yeah. did a really well, like, a really smart way of how to, like, how do we make more content for this? And it's like, how about we have this failed performance where we rent out a stadium for 30,000 people and we get 500, and now we're, like, 40 billion yen in debt. Yeah. And so it starts this brand new, like, scenario of them not even being idols, but them just working to like support them trying to be idols i guess i'll put it that way um i thought was, having regular jobs regular jobs i thought the first episode was genius you see like the yeah. characters working at like fish markets and uh factories and uh being bartenders and all this yugiri, stuff of course the courtesan being a part again everything is done purposely right so yugiri is the is a courtesan she's a, ma- a male entertainer from the meiji era right so she's she would obviously be talented at something like bartending, which is essentially modern day like courtesanship. Or yeah. it's, it's very similar. Or like right? a hostess, I guess, in like Japan. Maybe, yeah. maybe a hostess more is a better term than a bartender. Although she basically was a bartender. She was yeah, basically yeah, a bartender, yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's the idea, is that she has the skills for that job, right? Like uh the Showa uh the Showa idol is I believe works at the um what do you call it? The fucking uh, the uh, the dolls right or no no that was I so but uh, but she they they all work in things that w- actually end up helping them by the end of the show whether that's with the masks you know they are painting those dolls or whatever they use those masks in I think it's episode eleven when they're trying to entertain the kids the and, kids yeah right, and protect their faces because they don't want to reveal that they're zombies or whatever it's so clever oh surprise we I, I knew it was gonna happen but it's like it's perfect oh surprise we tried to scare you guys with zombie makeup it's like that's so clever on the spot thinking by by their idol or by one of the idols to to be like oh yeah no we're not actually zombies where did we put this makeup on to scare you guys and that tricks the kids that tricks the parents everyone just that isn't shocked anymore like. It, it's so, oh my god! And like, and and of course, in the final episode, literally everything they've done—the chicken advertisement shows back up in the uh, the, the pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical yep. company that sponsors them and get that's of course, oh duh, pharmaceutical big pharma, ton of money. That yep. makes sense that they'd sponsor a charity thing, like this whole t- like the typhoon just ruins everything. But then the whole point is that it's Saga, which is this beat up torn down prefecture in the show at least it's like it's implied that it's like it's struggling to survive it is really losing its identity comes together and culminates in this one moment where not only does saga help out but then other parts of japan the pharmaceutical companies the world or whatever the attention of the world that they've culminated by becoming idols is all done in this one concert it's all brought together to unite the community of saga it's just like this is I, I, I sat there last night watching the show, or, or finishing the final few episodes, and and I was just like, I've never gone into I think a final episode of a show other than Violet Evergarden and been like, wow, this show is a ten out of ten. I don't know how they could screw this up, and then have them not only not screw it up, but make it, it make me want to give it an eleven before, like you know, like it's it is insane. Yeah. I, oh man, like 
there, there, I, I was sitting there though. I was like, man, there has to be something that I'm missing. There has to be something like critically that I'm sitting here and ignoring. Well, the animation? No, the animation is stunning. Even the two, even the 3D stuff that they do doesn't look that bad. It really does. No, it's fine, and it's on purpose. And yeah, it's it is on it's somewhat on purpose. I think uh, I think that bit was really big in the first season. In the second season, I think it's more just because you like you know like other idol anime have shown, you literally cannot expect them to animate seven girls moving around or whatever, right? Or an entire crowd moving around and waving their joysticks, whatever. Um, their joysticks. <laughs> They're all playing Smash in the crowd, yeah. Or they're playing with their Wiimotes, whatever. Yeah, their um, Wiimotes. <laughs> or their air traffic control sticks, whatever. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, you can't, you can't expect them to animate that. But even though it was CGI, it didn't stand out that well. It was really sharp, I thought. I mean, the crowd was CGI, very obviously CGI. But oh, yeah. Like, the girls moving around, yeah, you could tell like the it was like rotoscoped or whatever you want to call it, but like... I, I don't know animation that well, but I, that's my understanding of it at least. So I'm probably way off with this, but like you could tell that they went in and sharpened the girls' faces up or made them not look as robotic with their movements. Like it was really, really well done. Um, and I'm not even an idol guy either. I hate idol anime. I've never seen any other real idol anime that I <laughs> you hate it, but you haven't seen it. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying I've never seen one that I've been like, oh wow, I like watching this. Like Love I, Live like, is great. I, I've watched D4 that DJ so. is great. Kaon, I was just like, nah. Kaon's not an idol anime. <laughs> Come no, on. Okay. It literally know. means light music club in Japanese. I listen. I this guy. Care. This guy. I don't care. Can you tell I'm a casual? But I'm yeah. A to- this is like probably a top five anime for me all time now. That's like, awesome. Genuinely, like this is this is insane uh, to me that a show that again I loved it when it first came out in in 2018. Which, by the way, fall 2018. That's number one anime season. That's a very good season. That's a like, very that's like, good season. That's, that's number one, and I think, uh, tw- like you said, 2018 winter, where you know there's Violet Evergarden, A Place Further Than the Universe, and a couple other shows. It's like that may also be the second best season. I don't know. That's also know. really. I'm, good. I'm biased. A 2018 did really well in our tournament. So yeah, it did. I wonder who pushed that uh, narrative. Yeah, who could have done that? I don't know. know? Yeah, some, I guess we have to go watch, go back and watch those episodes to find out. Yeah, you'll never know. You'll never know <laughs> what 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 guy pushed that season. Um, but yeah, so like this show was uh, it was on top of my mind. I was just like, oh, this was great. But I wasn't also like you know like ranting and raving about it like I am now. But I when the second season got announced, I started to get hyped up, and I was like, wow, I actually missed this show, and I can't wait to see more of it. Like it's just stupid fun. It doesn't mean anything. It's not serious. But then the second season comes out, and it's like, oh, the second episode. I'm crying right now. Why yeah. am I crying? I feel bad. I'm a grown oh, man, and I'm crying. <laughs> I'm crying. Well, no, yeah, like I'm crying because, oh man, they're really emotional because they're realizing, wow, we're never gonna get old. We are zombies now. For one, we're already dead. Yep. That's really sad. But then also, we're not never gonna get to experience love. We're never gonna get to experience things that like growing old. That we never get to do that. And we just witnessed someone who was doing that with the, the what's his name, the the guy with the big hair. Um, yep. It's like, oh, we just saw that. He he's lived a full life. We're never gonna get to do that. And it's like they start crying, and it's really sad. And then <laughs> Sakura cries too hard. So because she's a zombie and doesn't have like a functioning body, she dry her face dries up yeah. because it runs out of water or tears. It's just so clever. It's like it. 
the the fact that they are zombies is constantly referenced and used throughout the plot to make it so that the story can actually work but it's not done in an obnoxious like uh like a way where it doesn't it doesn't like make sense you know what i mean like because like obviously it's like oh oh surprise there's this old guy that has magic powers and that's it like that's all we know at, yep. at least at this point at in season two that's all we know um but even then, I don't care for some reason. Like normally, I'm very annoyed when it's like, "Oh well, why is this thing not explained?" In this case, it doesn't it doesn't feel like it needs to be explained. It's just like, "Oh yeah, there's zombies. There you go." And, yep. then, and then it moves on. But it it makes sense because of what we know about zombies and what we know about um, like what they're experiencing and what they're going through in their lives. Again, it's just so. I don't know, I'm talking so much about this. But I mean, I I knew that you love this show, so I wanted you to get your. Uh get your emotions out so you can express it because in discord you were very just like oh my god oh my god watch this whatever yeah and so i knew that you had this uh for me a couple things that i really enjoyed about this season the change in like how they did like music was a little cool uh lily's uh scat song was amazing i I did not i did not expect them to incorporate scat into like the idol and then they also did, like, comedy songs. So there was, like, the episode where, like, Tay is doing, um, like, errands. And they, like, make a song about her doing, like, going to the grocery store and picking up ingredients. <laughs> and it was so good. And, like, it was good. It, they, I think they did, that, they did that twice. I forgot the other episode that they did it in. But they, they add, like, these, like, in, incorporated, like, songs into their, like, activities. And I thought that was, like, really well done. It wasn't just about, like, the idle performance. It was about like the whole just whatever's going on in their life. We're gonna make a song about it. So I yeah, thought that was, that was really interesting. And like every song that they sang in their performances was either relevant to what their lives were before they died, or what they were going through now. Like uh, you know, because which of course I'm sure most idol anime like it's not like the lyrics are meaningless, right? Like there's always meaning to to song lyrics. Uh, I would I would hope in most idol anime. I don't know. And like so in like Love Live, I'm sure they sing about. Um, I like and growing up as a young idol. I don't know. Uh, kind of, yeah. I no, guess. or is it? Ge- or is it just generic? It's it's song? pretty. It's a lot of times it's pretty generic, but still, Halacia is still the best idol song ever created. So they'll never okay, be well, topped. Irrelevant, but um, <laughs> it's not irrelevant. Don't you ever diss Snow Halacia? It's irrelevant to this to me. It's irrelevant to me right now. Maybe maybe someday when I go back to Love Live, it won't be. But yeah, so like these songs that they sing. Every single song that they sing is like, for one, it's it's pretty well written. It's easy to understand. Shout out to the subtitlers, by the way, for being able to translate these into like functional songs too, rather than just being like literal translations. Word for word, like, no, yeah. Yeah, like this is, they made them work. They made them work, which is really not an easy thing. So I got to shout, shout them out. But like every single time their, their song had a, a, a purpose behind it, or they were saying like, even if we're dead or even if we die, we've still got to do this or we've got to fight on. Like, it's like all these things that like normally would be like, Oh, that's just a good song. Cause it's dramatic. It's whatever. Like, yeah, we're, Oh, my love for you's undying. It's like, yeah. no, that's and like, so obviously like, yeah, that's normally a, a um, hyperbole. Yep. But in this case, it's not because why? <laughs> literal. Because they're zombies, and it's literal that they their love or their efforts for Saga are undying. Whatever. Like again, it's just like it's so clever. It is so so clever. There is 
every single thing that happens, every every song, every instance of them meeting someone in the community that you think is just going to be a one-off character or is just a character from their backstory, they all, all are relevant and all come back at yep. the end in the second, in the final episode. Like, oh my god. I, I'm just... <laughs> Fuck, man, the show. The show is in- insane. Did your best uh, girl change from season one to season two at all? Nope. Nope. Uh, well, it, it only got reinforced, yeah. actually, uh, because uh, anyone who's listened to me rant about this show knows, uh, and knows me as well, knows I love history. And Yugiri getting two episodes of her being the spotlight, the spotlight that was so cool to see them go back in time and... Um, I always wondered too, like, cause you know, her zombie has the, the, the neck, uh, scar on it. I knew right away in season one, I was like, Oh, she's from the Meiji era. Like she's, she's like a courtesan. She definitely got executed by beheading or whatever, you know, like there's no way that that's not what happened to her. And then sure enough, we finally get the backstory for that, yep. which those two episodes were awesome. That, that felt like to me when I was watching those two episodes, it felt like the, um, uh, Kiritsuku, uh, backstory in fate zero. You know what I mean? Like where it was just like, wow, these two, ra- this random like backstory set of one or two episodes could practically be its own anime series. And it kind of was for that portion of of the season of Zombieland, right? Where it was just like, oh, episodes nine and ten? Yeah, that's Yugiri's backstory, which of course tied in. Oh, it was funny seeing all the other girls get tied into the story. You know, like they, they weren't actually in the uh, in the times, but they were yeah. characters. Yeah, they they're characters. Yeah. It, yeah, like, you know, you saw Saki carrying Lily in, like, a yep. backpack or whatever. Like, and it was just like, oh, haha, Like, there they are. Um, but, no, they uh, – and, like, Sato – or uh, what's his name? Uh, Kotaro, sorry. Um, Kotaro was essentially the same same guy as the, uh, the, the, the grandson or whatever, the guy who's just, like, trying to rally the people, trying to rally Saga into – becoming saga yeah again, he's, right? like, yeah he's like the same character but like in a different era and a different way of uniting saga right and um oh my god uh, well yugiri though just carried that story though she's 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 awesome she still has you know that little gift that he gave her of the the comb she still yep. uses that like that's and she used it i went back and looked she uses it in the first season too. They just Ooh. don't mention it. It's just there. Yeah, Ooh, a little Easter egg. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Everything was thought out beforehand. It's incredible. It's really good. Excuse me. Um, I I don't know. I just I loved their character designs are incredible. Their outfits are awesome. Like I'm not even usually one that rants about stuff like that, but mm. it, it was captivating. Fucking t- the legendary Tai Yamada. That's my best girl. Um. For two, I'll give her for my my three favorite reasons. One, she can't really like express like emotions well. She can just essentially scream. But I really like it when she expresses happiness. She just like chews on people's heads. I think that's Mm -hmm. hilarious. When she got her own episode of her just doing errands, I thought that was incredible. It was so funny. She accidentally solves their debt problem. Yes, like that. Like that was she was completely accidental. She's like, oh, I'm breakdancing, whatever. Yeah. And then, oh, here's your prize money. It's the exact amount of money that you need to pay off your debts. Oh, perfect. There we go. And also to pay off your errands. Love that. And then the. Freddie Mercury scene at the stadium. 1986 Wembley. That yeah, if you don't know that reference, you should look up uh, Queen at Wembley in 1986, right before yeah. he does Under Pressure. It's 
so good. It was such an incredible, like, throwback reference. I was like, they're incorporating Queen into this anime? I'm like, yo, like, let's fucking go. And I love how, like, Tay seemed, like, so just, like, excited and, like, by the random, she's just like, ah, and then they do it back. She's like, oh, I'm gonna keep doing this. And I don't know. I just love her character because, like, the show itself is, like, quirky and silly. There's some, like, really cool, like, big brain moments as well. But I do like the fact that Tay can kind of bring it back to Earth with just, like, her silliness. I was a big fan of her. The, all the cast is incredible. Like, let's be real. Like, there's not there's, there's, there's no bad characters in Zombieland yeah. Saga. They're all fantastic. If someone said X was your favorite girl, I'd be like... I could totally see that. Like, that's like the beauty of like having a great cast is you can resonate to so many different people in different ways. So, I was a huge fan. But Pat, we've been ranting for twenty minutes about Zombieland Saga. Maybe not enough, but how about give me your final thoughts and your rating on Zombieland Saga? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I guess my final thoughts. Um, I I don't know what I haven't said yet to be honest because again it's been just a blur. Twenty minutes went by like that, but um, I don't know, man. Uh, the final scene, the little hint at... Oh, we didn't uh, even talk about the aliens! <laughs> like, yeah, the, well, the, what we assume are aliens. I would know. assume they're aliens. It's like Independence Day. Yeah, I, it's like, alright, that happened, and I was just like, oh, okay. You know, I didn't love it, but I also didn't hate it either. Like, I was just like, alright, that's cool. Like, I guess if they want to go in that direction, they must have a plan for it, right? Yep. There must be some idea that they're going to go with that that might be fun. It'll Season be cool, 3, whatever. please, or a movie. Yeah. Or movie, I'm fine with that too. But like, we're hinted at uh, Kotaro being sick or being ill, needing help. Like, and even that, we didn't even talk about that scene where he's basically just talking to Sakura one on one, and she's like thanking him for giving her this opportunity to to be an idol, right? And it's like he's sitting there, and they're at a school, or they're not a school, they're in a mall, but like you know, it simulates like a school yeah, setting, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, where all he wanted to do for her because of the nice things that she did for him in high school was see her her happiness it like flashes back to like her funeral and when he sees her or sees her dead whatever like or finds her her idol application uh all tattered because she just got hit by a car it's like oh so it, it, it just foreshadows it's like oh so that's why he probably went to this guy um you know the random old dude the bartender in the in the current time um and was like I want to do something like help. Let me revitalize side. Like you can see that his motivations are shown and expressed like throughout the show. Yep. He's not just some crazy guy. Like in the first season who just like, Saga! you know, like he's not just some random, <laughs> yeah. he's not just some random nationalist yep. um, or, or prefecturalist, I guess. Prefecturalist. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm trademarking that term. Um, voice acting phenomenal in this show by everybody, but especially absolutely. By him. Especially by Tay. Especially by Tay. Yeah. Oh, and Tay, of course. Yeah. Um, the Ohio Gazamas. Ohio Gazamas. Yeah. I mean, it's also he also solidified my cosplay for anime New York City. I am going as him. You got to. That'd be great. Maybe I'll go as Yugiri. I don't know. I'd love it. Yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna do. That's a great. It works for you too because you're you're built like him. So I like that. Um. That's a again. It's just he's. It was such a good show, man. It was really good. Cannot stop ranting about. It. And again, I sat there and racked my mind. My my stupid, critical, annoying voice in the back of my head, kind of like state of mind, where I'm always just like, yeah, but that was bad. Like I racked it for a long time to try and come up with a criticism for this show, 
and I could not. I could not come up with a single thing that I genuinely like disliked uh, about any of the episodes either. Like every episode had its purpose. Every episode was fun uh, and had a little bit of a narrative to it, had a little bit of a build up to the final, the act, the final, of course, the final performance, right? The, the crescendo to the, the finale. Yep. Um, and it was just, oh my God. I, uh, this show is the easiest 10 out of 10 I think I've ever given in anime. Like it's that, and again, it's like this and Violet are like the only two shows where I've been like 10. You never had to question it. Yeah. 11, 11. Like this is f- insane. I've never been so like, driven by a show and again it's an idol show it's like what the fuck pat like how are you this into an idol show but it's it's not just an idol show. it's not it's really not and that's why i'm just like so blown away by it i don't know i it's not even labeled an idol show on mal so maybe i'm wrong it's not an idol show i mean it's it's supposed to like parody it but like it also is it so it's like right it's both things at the same time it's kind of like Kosubo, where like it parodies isekais, but it's also an isekai. So yeah, it's also very like plays heavily into the tropes, like yeah. it's a joke, but also mm. still has to use them. So it's still not, it's still troping, but it's like, yeah. it's well done, so it's fun. I I don't know. I that that's the the only thing that so that was one thing I thought of when I was thinking about it critically. I was like, oh, the ending's very cliche. We all come together. We all help ourselves. Yeah, whatever. Everything and everything works out. And it's like, okay, so is that a little cliche? Yeah, but like, what do we need right now as people in the world? Right, like, we need a uniting story, especially yeah. after such a depressing last year with lots of death and famine and pandemic and everything like it this isn't it's not bad to have stories like this it's that that shouldn't be like a serious criticism unless it like gets i don't think it should be either story i i like especially for a story like this where it's like yeah this is their journey this is their saga this is their their attempt at something it's okay like well i mean like the odyssey right like the, the fucking one of the oldest things in history the odyssey is a conquest it's a saga right like there's no it just because it it ends doesn't uh, ends like in a somewhat positive way. It doesn't mean it's a bad thing. Like you don't have, and not everything has to be dark and depressing. Like yep. the real world is. So that's why I look at this. I think 10 out of 10, 11 out of 10, whatever you want to say, 13 out of 10. Sure. Best, best <laughs> a million out of 10. Let's yeah. Best show of the year. Best show of the year. Yep. Uh, for me, I, I agree with Pat, especially with the ending. Sometimes you don't always have to reinvent the wheel for like the ending. Like it could just be like cookie cutter. As long as like the journey to get to that ending is solid and, like, really well done, then that's all that matters, essentially, to me. As long as they don't botch the ending, which they did not at all. Um, I was a huge fan of Zombieland Saga. I had so much fun watching it. It was every Thursday I looked forward to watching a new episode of Zombieland Saga. Um, like, kind of like Pat said, there's no, like, real, like, criticisms to the show, I thought. Um, I knew what to expect, and it delivered more than what I actually thought I was going to get. I thought the music was better this season than season one. Definitely. I thought I think we saw like a really fun development between the cast compared to season one, and I also kind of just like the twists and turns that they did. I'm glad Yuguri got her backstory. Still don't really know a lot about Tay. Uh, we know that like she's somehow connected to Sakura a, a little bit because their family gravestones are right next to each other. So it's kind of hinted that like maybe they have some connection, and maybe we'll find that out in season three if there or- is. Or maybe he accidentally just dug her up and couldn't bury her again, so that's why she's just some random person. Like you know, like there's literally there's so many things that it could be. It's so yeah, because even even like when the news reporter is like digging into their background and like they find like all these like 
uh, snippets about like all the cast members, but like for Tay, there's like no information. It's just like, who is she? But she's the legendary Tay Yamada. It's like, okay, why is she legendary? And we still don't know. And I really like that running joke. It's kind of like, it's just super fun. Because they even reference in season one, I was like, why is she legendary? And then his like response is just like, it's because she is. Like, that's just, that's just the answer. Um, mm. Yeah, re- had a lot of fun. Um, anime of the year, probably contender, I would say. It's definitely going, it's probably going to be in my top six, just based off what we're getting for the rest of the year. This is probably, I think this is probably the second best show for me this season. I really enjoyed it. I'm giving it a nine. I loved it. If we get a third season, I would not be, I would not be. I would not stop them from making more of this content because I love them all. And I don't even like a stupid, like silly spinoff, like t- take this for what it is. If there's like an isekai quartet version of something like this, I think it'd be like hilarious where this like cheapy oh, versions. Yeah. I think it'd be yeah. really fun to have these characters be in like really silly situations and make it work. But big fan, we talked about zombie light saga for like 25 minutes. So I think it's time to move on. So that was a nine for me, a 10 from Pat. And next, we'll move on to a show that neither of us are giving a 9 or a 10. That's Hiki Hero. I shaved and I picked up a homeless girl, whatever it's called. Um, to me, I thought the show had a lot of promise, especially in the beginning high episodes. <laughs> high school girl. Yeah. It's, it's Emphas- much better. Much Emph- better. I picked up a high school girl. Emphasis on high school girl. Uh, if I could change the ending, it's I don't love this high school girl, but then she learned algebra and now I'm in love with her. Uh, I hated the ending so much. They completely ruined what could have been a really great telling of like a, you know, like a, a coming of age story for like both of these characters that these two main characters that I think they had a lot of potential of, they didn't have to incorporate that romance element into it, even though we all knew it was coming. Like I, I'm not even going to front act like it wasn't going to happen. Like it's anime. It's, it's anime. Uh, yeah. I mean, for one character, for sure. The other guys, the, right. yeah. Say he was just like, I love you. Let's have sex. And he's like, no, you're a teenage girl. I'm not going to do this. But now you learn algebra and two years has passed. And now it's like, baby, uh, I was a, I'm a big stickler for the ending. What, so, so does she need to learn calculus first before she's allowed to like, it's just, it's just like the whole, it's just like the, it's just like the whole reasoning of like why he, like he realized he loved her after he made his own miso soup. And it's like, this isn't as good as Seiyu's. And he starts, then he has the one tier and he's just like, oh, I miss her. Oh my God. It's like, really? Like you didn't realize that the entire time she was living there. I hate stuff like that. Especially when you have like characters who are more relatable in your real life in front of you wanting to suck your dick. Like it's right there. She, they have two coworkers. They're just like, Oh, you're so hot. Let me nobble on that nah, baby. And then it's like, he's just like, nah, like, nah, I'm not going to do that at all. Cause I'm a Chad. They don't make good miso soup though. Like I, they I might, the, he never invited them over and they never attempted to make miso soup. So all I know is that his boss likes to drink and go out and get barbecue. And last time I checked, those two things are fantastic and fuck your miso soup. Let's go get drunk and eat barbecue. So that's just me. Um, Pat, your thoughts on uh, Hiki Hero? Yeah, so I don't know. It's it's such a sketchy thing to talk about, too, because you're just like, oh, yeah, it's a high school girl. But also, she's kind of been on her own, right? So, like, the way I looked at it was that it's very clear that the love is one-sided, right? But it is, it is her love for him because, oh, he's not actually a manipulative sexual predator that's taking advantage of her, and he's just, like, being a good person of good 
not it doesn't even have to be like a father figure but more like a um a guardian like a like yeah. being a person that is supporting her and giving her an outlet and a a person to feel take comfort in right and so i i and i was like man i really hope they don't get together at the end that would be cool but we knew it's anime so yeah. it's gonna end up happening right yep but i didn't mind how they did it that much because for one the uh it's very clear to me at least that like he's like yeah no i don't you you are not at a point in your life where you can say that you actually love me and it's not adoration or it's not juvenile. Right. But again, it's implied that there's two years apart there. There's two years where she is again, making friends. Like they show in the little like snippet at the end, she makes friends. She does high school things. She grows up. And of course, could they have fleshed this out better so that it's not as awkward or as rushed as it feels at the end that they just end up together. Yeah, they could have. Yeah, done they more. could have. They yeah. but like, <laughs> Absolutely. But, but and so of course, yeah. Take what I'm saying to grain of salt because I don't think this shows a masterpiece or anything by any means. Um, but I also don't think it was that um, as devastatingly horrible as you are putting it out to be because I felt like um, it's shown that okay, she is, or it's implied okay, she has matured and has has reached a point where, I mean, again consent or not like that's one that's a whole nother conversation but like she is she is still dedicated she wants to try and prove that she loves the uh, loves him and you know what he realized after she left that he I, I think he again it's like it's implied that he knows that he likes her but he's being cautious or not being um not taking advantage of her because he's a good dude right or he, because he's a, a person that understands the, the problems with the power dynamic that they're in now but now she's lived on her own not lived on her own she lived with her parents again for two years she's become and uh, or becoming an, an independent adult making her own adult decisions that's why i didn't mind that she came back to him because especially because they had two years without contact they, it's not like he was sitting there texting her or visiting her occasionally and in, in a sense where it'd be similar to like grooming somebody that's where i was just like all right it's not this this isn't grooming she she's an adult and at some point you have to let people make their own adult decisions and that's where that's where i stand on this so i'm I mean, always sort of like referred to to like how i relate to the characters because by the end of the show the main character is like 28 or 29 and Seiyu is 19 years old and i am roughly in that same group so it's like would i ever consider dating somebody 10 years younger than me at like this point in my life and the answer is absolutely not like i have zero so it would be 10 years now would probably be somebody either their sophomore or junior year in college is roughly like would be the age gap for me and like would i ever date a college student in my life like absolutely not pat that would be the equivalent of you dating like an eighth grader like okay pause no it wouldn't it would be so different like that no in terms of like where they are in their life no there's a huge difference in like the mental like age gap thing i'm just talking about like that's like the equivalent of like our age compared to their like their age I guess, but like at the same time, like even right now, I, I like, I'm not I saying you're dating an eighth grader, by no, the way. I know, <laughs> I know, I know, I understand that, but I'm saying that, like, I think that, that like people who are 28, 29 should be able to date college students. I'm not uh, exactly. No, I'm not saying they can't. Like, not saying they no. can't. I'm relating it to me as a person. Well, as yeah, like, me, you, like, I re- now, 
I don't want to date someone who's in college and I'm only like a year out of college. I'm not yeah. even a year out of college. It's like, I know. I'm, I'm just trying to relate because like he is like a post-grad corporate working dude. I am a college graduate working in corporate. Like I relate to this character in a lot of ways. And so like mm-hmm. the idea of me ever like thinking about like that like a romantic element of somebody of that age to me is like 0%. Especially when you have two coworkers who are there. By the way, pro tip, don't dip your pen in company ink. I would not recommend um dating these coworkers, but I mean like their options like Oh, by the way, even in the show, the fact that they had like these arcs of their like romantic like side romantic elements are just essentially pushed aside. Like it seemed like those episodes mean nothing. Uh at least to yeah. me, I didn't think like it drove any narrative and I didn't really understand like why it was even there unless it was there to fill the 13 episodes that they had to do. But I'm just relating this to me. You can relate it any way you want to yourself. I would say for me, that's why like I hated the ending. It's why I gave it. That's why I'm giving it a low score, and it's why I have a lot of problems with the show. Yeah, I think that's fair. I I just think that if, for one, you gotta remember for, for me at least, it's like oh, one, it's anime. It is anime. And two, and two you have never had the scenario happen to you where someone who is uh, someone lives with you for what six months or something. I'll like be that. honest and with you, Pat. I hope I never do. <laughs> I, I I don't. I hope I never do too. But you never know. Like it, it, or not, you never know. I'm saying you don't know what it would have been like to have been in that situation. So that's where I'm just like, all right, you know what? It's an anime. It's not. T- so you're, you have your biggest problem seems to be the ending with this show for me. Oh yeah. I'm a stickler for bad biggest, endings. Well, <laughs> me too. Uh, <laughs> I think good endings are bad sometimes. Uh, <laughs> but um, my biggest problem with this show, I think it was in like episode six. Sayu is confronted by one of her coworkers. Um, is her name Sayu? Yeah, is, Sayu, yeah. Sayu, okay. yeah. Okay, I want to make sure because, like, Asami is the co-worker. All right, this, uh, whatever. Um, she's confronted by her, a male co-worker who was one of the people that, you know, she slept with or stayed at their house for a few nights, whatever, or a few weeks at a time, but actually had to sleep with them and, like, or whatever. He literally attempts to rape her in, in uh, Yoshida's apartment. Yeah. Yoshida stops it uh doesn't let it happen she uh, then her co-worker asami like the next day at work confronts the guy about it and says hey why the fuck did you try to rape her he says nah i i'm not gonna apologize for trying to sleep with you again but maybe i pushed it a little too far yeah a little too far a little too far and then sayu goes she says like, "Oh, I'm not gonna forgive you right away, but it, like, but like, it's okay or something." Or I'm not, uh, I'm not upset. Or it, it was, it was just like, uh, I, I wrote about it in our in our chat like last night. I was like, "Wait, did they really just like someone attempted rape and then it was just like, ah, whatever." They apologized. We're gonna talk about that in Koi Kimo too because I have an issue with something similar to that. Okay, yeah, in Koi Kimo it's very similar, but like in this show it was a literal straight up. Like no, this was. A, oh yeah, like a physical, full, yeah. Full on, like not just like oh, cornering the girl, like putting your hand on, like no, this was literal, like, and, and it's just like oh, there we go, yeah, it's over. Like 
we forgive you. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it was <laughs> coworkers. It was bro. really that is, bad. That's so much. Worse I might drop the score even ended. lower now because now oh, that you t- I now that I you brought s- that up again. Well, yeah. I I dropped it. I dropped the points a lot from this show, but now that you say that, I feel like I should drop it even more. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, that scene was know. real bad. It was terrible. I don't, I don't know what it is. I'm this show six out of ten for me. I thought I enjoyed watching parts of it. It was fun to see their relationship. It was cool. Sayu and Yoshida are cool together. I liked their their banter. Uh, Sayu is fun. She's clearly de- like deranged in the sense that she doesn't know what she should be doing mm-hmm. as a high school girl, but like not in a mentally incapable kind of way. It's more in just like a naive or um, very clearly scarred and manipulated way, which was it was an interesting character to explore, but. And the art was nice too. Yep. Uh, I think the whole cast was fun. Uh, well, the the main cast, I should say, the like the the coworkers and Sayu's friend were fun characters. But um, at the same time, yeah, Sayu's friend it, was the best, the best, my favorite character. Yeah, was she was really really good. I liked her a lot too. Um, but yeah, outside of that though, this show is very sketch. It's also very um, apologistic for. Literally. Yeah, yeah, it so is. That kind of just dropped my score instantly. Uh, so yeah, uh, six out of ten. I don't know. I'm not gonna recommend this to people though. Like, yep, I'm gi- I'm giving it a five. Um, hated the ending. There's a lot of really good dynamics with the show that I really enjoyed. I thought like a lot of the adult conversations, especially with the main character and the uh, not the boss coworker, but like the other like the co-hi coworker. I thought their interactions was like legit, like really well done. Especially as like somebody who's been in like the corporate world and seen like my coworkers dating, and then like the next day they're not dating, and just like whoa, what happened? So I kind of really like that dynamic of like, I don't want to date you. You're my coworker. Things could get weird. And guess what? That's a real thing. And I I really enjoyed that element. Hated the ending. I can't stand it. I thought I felt like a lot of the context that was built throughout the show was like a complete waste because they kind of just like threw it out. That's just my opinion. Take it for what it is, like whatever show you like. To me, didn't like it, especially how much I resonate with the main character. I'm giving it a five. It's just whatever. I don't think I'd recommend it to other people either. Next show is a show that only I watch that is probably the most hyped show of the season, which I do not understand at all, which is 86. I'm so excited to start it. Oh my god, people are talking so much about it. I so, dude, people are giving this like 10 out of 10s. Like, holy shit, this show is incredible. I'm like, what part of this show, like, stood out in any way to be a 10 out of 10? Things that were, like, really good. The music was really good. The sound design was really good. The main characters are pretty shin and the other girl are pretty well done. But for the rest of it, I did not like it at all. Um... I hated the fact, my biggest, my biggest problem. Pat, I'm sorry I'm going to spoil this. Uh, are you actually? Oh, yeah. It, I, it's a huge thing about why I hate this show. Is that the 86 have, like, this five-year regiment of, like, hey, if like if you work for five years, um, you can, like, be free. And then they all realize that's a lie. And so instead of, like, trying to, like change their fate they just accept it and just like i guess we're gonna fucking die like i hated that element um this show to me was like if you've ever seen land of the lot yeah 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 yeah, yeah, pat um if you've ever seen land of the lustrous the anime 
I give it a seven and I don't think land of the lustrous is bad. It's just that what the anime did was it left a lot of questions on the table that could be answered and would maybe give, I would probably give it a higher score if there was more content available. 86 was kind of the same way. There are so, so many questions left unanswered. And the questions that they did answer were awfully done. Shin's brother, awfully done. I thought it was terrible how they handled that whole family situation. It didn't make any sense. I don't understand like why they even incorporated it. It to me it was just so dumb. Um, hate. Yeah. I also hate when they take the main characters of a story and make them seem like geniuses and then make the entire cast morons. Like everybody in the 86 are just dumb, dumb as a bag of rocks. They have no purpose. They only follow orders, which makes sense. They're soldiers. And that happens a lot of times, but like they're, there's, they, they get like these characteristic backgrounds where you see these characters interact with each other. So you kind of get to know who they are and they don't seem dumb. And then just when they get put into these like serious elements, it's just like, I guess I'm dumb now. Hated that. But I am looking for, not just a looking forward to, but like I will watch more content for 86. I just don't think it's like this 10 out of 10 masterpiece that people are like making it out to be. It's, it's really interesting. Um, and, uh, man, uh, it, to me, it was also just kind of more of just like a retelling of like World War II. Like the Alba are Nazi Germany and the 86 are essentially any other non like Aryan race characters. Like the Alba are all like these blue eyes, blue hair type of color scheme. Everybody there has it. The 86 are literally everybody else. I was like, okay, so this is just like a retelling of World War II in like the anime sense. Kind of the way that um, Attack on Titan sort of was that same way where it was more of just like a, re I felt like it was more of like a retelling of like World War II elements. This is the same way. So like I kind of know where the story is, where they want to go. And we'll, I'll look forward to more. But to be honest, season one was, or part one of season one or whatever it is, we're getting core two in October. It was fine. I thought it was just like a fine show. I'm giving it a six. And I just, it's a more of just, six? it's more oh just like, God. it's more just like I don't understand the hype around this show because they really haven't presented anything that would make me give it above a six. It was 11 episodes of just like mech battles. I'm like, how is this different than Iron Blooded Orphans? How is this different than Code Geass? How is this different from like these other like mech style shows that have like the exact same elements of like these military political drama elements? And it did it to me. Like it had, it had like no, nothing new. Like, so why is this a Ted? I, that's more like my biggest problem with it was like understanding the hype, but I don't think the show is necessarily bad. And I think with more content, it will answer some of the questions. I just thought like the questions that they did answer were done very poorly. So, Oh Pete, you're being that one of those. <laughs> it's the There's nothing bad with this show. The only thing that's bad is that people like it. There no, I just, I just, I just said that. I just said that the questions <laughs> that they answered that I had, that they answered in the show were handled poorly. You, you, you took your headset off. So, I, I, yeah. I, you I'm walked today, away, I'm Pat. Today, Get out of here. Get out of here. I no, just, but just, I think it's fine. What you just said was funny to me. I well, I'm not going to give it. A, I'm not going to give it like a nine because there's nothing no, wrong with it. Like, not. if if there's no. nothing that stands out, I'm not going to give it like above a seven. Like, the main character, the I main character is hot. Like, cool. Like, a lot of main characters are hot. Like, 
she's she's a tsundere. Wow. Okay. Like, what's what's new with that? Like, it, it, it's fine. Like, these are fine elements to a show. There's, it's nothing bad, but like, it's like a six or a seven. Like, that's just what it is. Show I me. You would give it a seven based sh- off of what you said. That's show me said. something more that will make me grasp my interest. But like right now, it's just like it's fine. It's. It's Iron-Blooded Orphans. It's Code Geass. It's just, like, another political mech drama. Like, it's fine. So, hopefully I see more. Hopefully I change my mind. It's the same thing with, like, Code Geass. Like, season one of Code Geass, I gave, like, an eight or seven. And then season two, like, answered everything that I wanted answered. And I love that show. So, hopefully 86 does the Code Geass for me. And I'm like, wow, Pete, I was a fucking idiot when I reviewed part one of 86. Like, this show is a masterpiece. I'm really hoping that's the case because I really like watching anime and I like watching good anime. So I'm hoping that's the case, but it is what it is. But Pat, I'll pass it over to you. You're going to talk about Joron. As I say, speaking of good anime, um, <laughs> well, and I say that in a slight jest, but actually I, so Joron, the princess of snow and blood is a uh, historical drama that aired this season done by a studio that literally no, has done nothing else. So this is their first anime as a studio. It's pretty damn cool to see Bakken record. Don't know. Again, can't go into detail about who they are or what they've done because they've done nothing. This is their first anime. Um, I I can't go into spoilers too deep because this show is very spoiler heavy. Um, and I I have not fully finished it yet either. I've finished most of it um, before uh, before recording this. Uh, but how? Uh, but what I will say is that the animation is still as good as it was in the at the beginning of the show, uh, which was one of the standout things for me that we talked about in our preview. Um, I enjoy the main the main girl is interesting, especially because uh, I'll, I'll get into a little bit of spoilers real quick. But uh, basically, by, at the end of the the fourth episode, she defeats the person that she's trying to get revenge for her family for. She kills him. She kills him, and he is dead. And sure, did she lose her final family member? Yes, but she still has like this little girl that she takes care of, who she actually assassinated the parents of. But like, and the little girl's sitting there like man, I want to kill you. But at the end of the day, she actually saved that little girl from very abusive, manipulative parents, whatever. Like that's, that's a little, whole little side story that they've got. But there, I I really was like, oh, where does the show go from here? After episode four, where her revenge tale is finished four episodes in, there's still like 12 or eight other episodes left. And what they do is they follow her coming to terms with with the fact that oh now my life doesn't have purpose anymore i dedicated my life to getting revenge and i thought i might die in the process i am alive now there's a child that depends on me now and like what do i do with myself like i i could and because like and she also witnesses like oh if you ever try to leave the organization that she is within you die you will not they they'll pretend that they're gonna send you off to you know to greener pastures and then they're going to shoot you behind the barn. Like there's no, there's no leaving this organization. Once you are a member, once you are an assassin, like she is essentially. Right. And so she realizes that and she's, she's lost. She doesn't know what to do. She, she's, she's scarred and, and they do PTSD, I think really well, or they show her, her trauma extremely well in the show. And I, I, um, I can't wait to see how it wraps up. I cannot believe I, I understand that the show does a lot of random twists, a lot of random uh, cliffhangers or, Oh, surprise. This person you thought might be alive. Now nah, they're dead. Or, Oh, that person you thought was dead. Prize. They're alive. They do that a lot in this show. And it's a little annoying when you're watching it. Right. But 
to have a 6.12 on Mal, I am shocked that it's this low. I, I think that this show at least deserves like a seven. I think right now I tentatively have it at a 7.5 at, at my, I'm again, I'm, I'm about like, like four fifths of the way through the show. So I think it could go up to an eight if it ends really strong or hints or, or, you know, tells a complete story, but it could also drop to a seven if it's like, oh, read the manga, which I believe there's a manga. For. Oh, no, it's not. It's an original source. So, yeah, I don't know what it would do. Um, but if it doesn't end strongly, it could very easily as well be a seven. So, um, again, I, I I don't understand the hate for the show, especially because it's got some sick fight scenes in it. Like You yeah. would think that the, sh- the Shonen bros would enjoy the fight scenes and at least bump, uh, pump the score up a little bit. I don't know. A 6.12 seems... I, I still think it's those beginning episodes people rated it low and then dropped it. Is what I personally think is like the driving factor. Because I know like six people that watched it. And I think you and Rifle are probably the only ones that are planning on finishing it. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people dropped the show. Yeah, and I just don't understand either though. Because like, those first few episodes I didn't think were that bad. I thought they were like, oh wow, there's a lot of mystery. I don't really understand what's going on. But like wow, that's a really cool sword effect. That's yep. a really cool setting that they're in. Oh, wow. They're, you know, and like normally it's like, oh, when you're in like a secret organization or they follow like a protagonist, right? Usually in, in like a situation where it's rebels versus the empire, yep. right? You know, like essentially that's the best description, like Star Wars rebels versus the empire. Normally you follow the rebels, right? Mm-hmm. But, but like, no, this is a girl who, of course, not that she cares about the government that she's working sure. for. Sure. She is essentially like, I, I guess to keep going with that example, she's like in um, Kylo Ren's Dark Squad, whatever the fuck it is, the special operative like squad. Like she is a a uh, she is a secret assassin for the government. Like that's okay. that's not normally shown, and it's like them fighting back against the rebels or infiltrating the rebel um, plans or the 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 uh, the rebels to the shogunate. Essentially, is what sure. it is, and it's like. I don't know. I thought that was cool. I, I, and I liked it. I was confused by it at first because I thought she was a rebel for the first two episodes. And then I realized, oh, wait, no, she's actually fighting for the government. But I, again, I, I think that the show is, deserves a lot more credit than it's getting. I, again, I think it being an original and also being a studio that has no backup to it uh, doesn't help it out at all. Uh, I also agree, though, too, that the first few episodes could leave people wanting more. But I don't really know what more you could want. Um like it's got good again it's a mystery show it's a little bit of an action historical kind of thing it's a little supernatural as well mm-hmm. it's got it's got a lot of different flavors that you would think it would have actually like um touched a few more people's hearts but i guess not um so if i had to rate it today i'd give it a seven because so I, don't, I premature don't seven before the ending yeah okay. i think it could, it could very easily bump up to an eight but i think realistically knowing knowing what i expect from it i think what if they botched the ending what would what do you think you give it well if it's like horribly botched probably a six okay six or five if it if it just if it just like sizzles out and it's like nothing special yep so five to eight range is what you're thinking somewhere in that again most likely a seven though okay i think seven seven is like probably the most realistic score because again i still i think it is very much so underrated at a 6.12 because like okay. again, that, that score averages way lower than i feel that. you yeah all right so now let's move on to a um god why does this show exist um what do you mean the show's great um i've been killing the, slides for 300 years and now i'm at max level or whatever it's called all right are you ready for my commentary on this yes show? please because I, I think we might fight 
Um, all right, I'm ready to go. Um, I have two sentences probably. For Let's this. hear it. The show is really cute and fun at times. The show is extremely horny at times. And I, am, <laughs> I, I am, I am, and and unnecessarily so to the point where I'm just like, why am I watching this? That's all I've got. I don't know. I, okay. I enjoyed it, but it did literally nothing. It felt like a waste of my time, which was like intentional. It's not meant to be a provocative piece, but why did I watch this? It was like you know, Kobayashi horny though, wasn't it? Like it wasn't like fan servicely horny or whatever. It's just like Yuri baiting a lot of the time or something like that. And... Extremely Yuri baity and one specific character's tits were just everywhere. The, all elf all elf characters have huge tits. Like that's that's just like a thing in anime. Like I don't I don't think so. I think it's like I normally it's like, oh the elves are flat. Isn't that normally the joke? In I anime? feel that's like why... I don't know. I guess I watched um how not to summon a demon lord season two, and there was a huge titty oh, elf yeah, in that as you. well. Yeah, so like it's not that level of fan service, by the way. Either I'm not saying it's only a fan service show. It's just like that one character. Considering the rest of the show was just like wholesome, uh, oh, cute girl, cute girl, yep. whatever, like doing whatever cute girl things, cute dragon doing cute dragon things, and then suddenly, oh, elf girl with big badunkadunks just <laughs> big badunkadunks waving them everywhere on the screen. It was just like okay, I like why like this show was fine without you. I don't know. Uh, I agree. I agree that like it wasn't necessary based off like what the show was going for, but I also feel like it didn't like take anything away really for me at least. Oh, uh, I think that's fair. I'm not saying it like ruined the show for me, but it also, I think this show could have been without it and would have been better. That's that. I yeah, that's a I mean, I can I can see that for sure. I just I just feel like they were so like, it wasn't like it was like every episode of every scene she was in. It's just like. Yo, check out these honkers, boy. Like, it really wasn't like that at all. There was definitely scenes, though, where I think she was, like, drunk and dancing, and she was jumping around, and they made it very obvious that these physics are working. Like, I understand that aspect. To me, I really enjoyed, like, the family aspect. I've realized now, after reading a bunch of manga and anime, I am really drawn towards, like, family dynamics and uh, slice of life elements. And I thought they had, like, a really fun, like, cast or whatever. I loved how, like, Bazelbub would just, like, randomly show up and, like, essentially be, like, the cool aunt, I guess I'd put it that way. Like, she really enjoyed, like, the two, like, daughters that she had and was, like, always seemed to, like, go out of her way for her. That's, like, really what I liked about the show. Was this, like, groundbreaking in, like, comedy? Not really, but I thought this was, like, a really, like, fun slice of life comedy that we got this season like i was pleasantly surprised by it i I, nothing like super bad i would say like some of the episodes were fine i guess but like for the most part i was i was enjoying myself through every episode that's just me yeah i don't know uh final thoughts for me six out of ten again like is this like the worst thing I've watched or is it bad? Probably not. No, yep. like it's just, but it's also like, could I, do I wish I watched Vivi or 86 instead? Yeah. I wanted something a little with a little bit more like oomph to it or I feel narrative, like maybe that that's, but that's just me being pretentious and douchey. So you, you can 
go ahead and give your final score and bump it, bump our average up a little bit. Uh, I mean, I'm giving it a seven. Um, oh, okay. Never I mind mean, then. <laughs> it, it was it was like close to an eight. Um, they made it very obvious that I don't think we're getting a second season. I, I based off the ending. If this was a manga, I would probably buy it. I think it's tech. I think it's a light novel. So I'm probably I'm words are for nerds. So I don't read. Um, had to make that clear. <laughs> uh, while I have this background of manga behind me, yeah, but wait, what manga? You're gonna read the manga if it exists. But yeah, not. like if we do like decimal scoring, it'd probably be like a seven point five. Like it was fun, it was mm-hmm. enjoyable. I really like these slice of life shows where I can just like on like a Sunday night before I go to work or something like that, I'll turn this on, I'll relax before bed. I know that nothing bad is going to happen and I can just chill. And that's what the show was. And I liked it. I, I would recommend it for anybody who's looking for like, I don't know, a fantasy slice of life. It was really, really well done. Just nothing like groundbreaking, nothing like that. And it was just an enjoyable show. So I think I'm going to give it a seven out of 10. Yeah, I guess so. If you're looking for fantasy slice, I was just going to say like, otherwise just watch, I don't know, watch laid back camp or something. If you're looking for, I mean, that's, that's the best slice doing. of life of all time. Of course you should watch laid back camp, Pat. Yeah, well, I, that's why I was just like, well, if you're looking for a, a slice of life, then watch that instead rather than this. But yeah, if you're looking for fantasy, then I guess this is the right for sure. One of those shows, for sure. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm Go gonna get re- speed I'm, round time. Speed round time. Okay, so this is you got it. What I'm gonna try doing is because there's like I watched like 20 shows this season, and we can only talk about like eight. I took like 10 shows. I'm gonna do a speed round and give my review. <laughs> Of each show in about a minute. So there are definitely, there are, you you can time me. There are definitely shows on this list that deserve more than a minute, but unfortunately it's just not going to work out this way this time. So before I start the shows, I dropped this season. I dropped burning Kabadadi or whatever it's called. I thought it was really boring. Um, usually I'm a huge fan of sports animes and it was just really boring. Let's make a cup. Uh, Normally I'm a giant fan of slice of life of cute girls doing cute things. And this was super boring. Uh, I did not like the cast at all, and the live-action elements were way better than the anime. And the full-dive RPG just wasn't fun. Hated the story. Not funny at all. Uh, really bad, like, Bofuri-style show. Except, like, the main chick had huge tits. That was it. Like, ha-ha-ha-ha-ha. I dropped that so fast. Fuck that show. Okay, speed round. Here we go. Three, two, one. Okay, first up is Shadow's House. I thought it was a very interesting element of taking a horror-style show but making it a slice of life. I really enjoyed uh, the cast elements of finding out... Oh, these are spoilers, by the way. Finding out that, like, the living dolls are actually humans. I love the hierarchy aspects of the shadow people essentially running this community and then picking out these children to be uh, the people, like, the the, the faces for this the shadow people. Uh, the ED is by far the best ED of the year. I don't even think it's close. I'd be shocked if anything beats it. Um, that ED was absolutely incredible. I would love a second season. Shadow's House was great. I'm giving it an 8 out of 10. Next, Nagatoro. Love Nagatoro. There's my manga. Uh, probably the ringleader of the new big three with Nagatoro, Uz- uh, Uzaki, and Takagi. Huge fan. Really fun, really wholesome. I really liked how they, they did the same thing in the manga and same thing with the anime. How in the first uh, episode and chapters that it was more like bullying and they completely moved away from bullying and made it purely teasing and just a really good time. Had a great, great time watching Nargataro. Super fun. I'm guessing it's getting a second season because 
So many people watched it, and I think it's manga's doing pretty well. Big fan of Nagataro. I'm giving it an 8 out of 10. Hoping for more. Next up, uh, after that, How Not to Summon a Demon Lord Season 2. What a huge step down from Season 1. It was not fun at all like Season 1 was. Kind of like how um, Is It Wrong to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon? Kind of went from Season 1 to Season 2 where like Season 1 was super fun. And then Season 2 got like a lot more serious and it kind of took away that fun element. Thought I did the same thing this season. Uh, did not have fun with it. Um, the fan service is so fucking forced. It's so bad. I hate it, especially when they do it to Rem and not the huge titty elf girl. Why not fan service the shit out of her? Because, you know, she actually looks like a woman and not a child. I would prefer if you fan service the woman. If I had to pick. Um, not a whole lot to say. It was 10 episodes instead of 12, so I felt like they missed a lot. They definitely set it up for, like, a third season. I doubt we're getting a third season, but they kind of set it up that way. I'm giving it a five. It was whatever. Um, I wouldn't recommend it to almost anybody. Uh, after that is the Saints magic is omnipotent, really interesting take on getting like isekai. It was like, um, ascendance of a bookworm, but instead of a bookworm, she's an herbalist. And instead of an herbalist, she's now like a mage. And then after she's a mage, she's like a priest and she's like a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, I really wish, I really like like the adult romance elements to it because the main character is like 25 and they had like adult interactions. That was really fun. Like the magic uh, like system that they used in the show. I like that. She is the saint. She is by far the most powerful person in this world. And it makes sense because that's what the show is called. Um, other than that, it was just like a fine slice of life. I give it a seven just because I like when the main characters are not 12 and they are 25. So I'm giving it a seven. I hope there's a second season. After that is uh, the snow white notes, which started off so strong. The music in the show is incredible. If you like the historical Japanese instruments, it's the shamisen, I think it's called. Um, the three-string guitar. Uh, really great music. Holy crap. If you are a fan of music anime, this one was pretty good. However, I am comparing it to probably my favorite like historical music style show like this called Kono Oto Tamare, which is just a much better version of Snow White Notes. I still thought Snow White Notes was good. I just thought they were going to do like a more drama element, especially how episode one kind of showed that it was going to be a little bit more serious because he's kind of homeless in episode one. And then they kind of just went like the high school route. It was fine. I gave it a seven. It's more of like the music. The OP is incredible. Wow, the OP slaps. Love Snow White. I just say I loved it. I liked Snow White. No, seven out of ten. Uh, Combatants will be dispatched, a.k.a. Konosuba Light. Same author. Um... If you like Konosuba, you'll probably like Combatants Will Be Dispatched. It was it was a fun show. Nothing like like stood out into it. It wasn't as, it's not as smart as Konosuba, uh, but it's like silly, goofy fart joke style of humor. I guess I'll put it that way. Um, the cast was really fun. I kind of liked how they incorporated like the elements of being evil into getting rewards, and then they would just like spend those points on like stupid shit. It was fun. Uh, Turn your brain off style comedy. I'm giving it a six. It was fine. I would recommend it if you're a fan of Konosuba. And last but not least, this might take a little bit more than a minute. Uh, the Wonder Egg special. Um, what a massive disappointment. Uh, going into this special, I had Wonder Egg at a 10 out of 10. I think it had a potential for me to be the best anime ever created. I absolutely fell in love with Wonder Egg. I love the themes. Really? Oh, I loved Wonder Egg. I, I thought they handled so many things in the, the anime sense so well. 
I loved how they like incorporated so many things about being like a teenage girl. I was a huge fan of that element because it was, they took like really serious topics and animate it and did like anime stuff with it. And I thought that was really well done. I thought it was super unique. And however, the wonder egg special answered no questions. If anything, it added to it. I have no idea like what the concluding story is. It's, Pat, you probably hate it because you hate Akudama Drive's ending. This is ten times worse than Akudama's Drive ending. Well, because Wonder Egg's ending was Akudama Drive, like light, like it was essentially the same idea. Where it was like, all right, yeah, there's definitely it was, more there. But there was, they added more questions to the story, which Akudama Drive really didn't like add more questions. It was just like open end. This is just like things happened. Um, I was not a fan. I gave it a four. Um, if by the grace of God we get Wonder Egg priority brotherhood like 10 years down the road i will scream with glee but i just thought this show had so much potential it it was it was so good this was like the next madoka magica like how like to me that's how i like received it but unfortunately they kind of dropped the ball at the end uh it sounds like there's a lot of production issues um originally this was set out to be two cores and then Cloverworks is like, never mind, it's one core. And then the director got hospitalized twice. And so there's a lot of just things that happened with Wonder Egg Priority that kind of just like, it's not like the creator's fault. Like, it's not their fault that I gave this a four. It's it's Cloverworks. It's whoever's in charge of the budget that changed their mind. It kind of sucks because I thought the show was great. And I thought they could have done a lot with it. And they just didn't. So that concludes the speed round. I hope I didn't. I hope I did well. Um, I hope people understood what I was saying. I was talking really fast for 10 minutes. So, uh, You did a good job. The only one you went over on uh, was Wonder Egg at two minutes. So um, yeah. I kind of encouraged that too. So so good job, Pete. That was very well done. Uh, golf claps all around for, uh, for finishing that. I wish I had all some right. water, but we'll make it work. Let's, all right, let's... well, now, now it's my turn. Yeah, basically. let's let's go. <laughs> These are two shows that Pete did not mention that he dropped in his little drop thing. Oh, yeah, I did drop did... I did drop this show and the next show. And the next show. So I will, uh, just ahead of time, so he doesn't have to say it, he did drop both of these shows. I kept watching them because, basically, I had already watched, like, six or seven episodes of them, and I, was, I don't usually drop shows that I watch more than an episode or two of. Um, so, yeah, I finished them. Uh, first one is Osamake, rom-com with Childhood Friend Won't Lose. This show just did nothing for me no nope. i wanted the show to be, sucked <laughs> i really wanted it to be funny and clever i wanted it to be oriski but so did i <laughs> and it just wasn't so um i don't know i tried to get serious at times and just mm, not for me no nope. I, I didn't care i i also didn't care at all about the third girl that they added in the the green not one. at all i was just like all right why are you here let me just have the no point the, no reason it. at all to bring her in just give me the third. Give me the the childhood friend was fun, quirky. It was cool. It was just like ha, kind of teasing, but not you know like where she was like just, but manipulative, but not in like a, not in like a a dark like trying to manipulate in a bad way, but like manipulative in the sense that she's trying to get what she wants and she's trying to do what she loves or get what she loves. And I thought that was cool. That's a fun idea. Yeah, absolutely. On the contrast, on the contrast, the main girl or the other girl, uh, long authored long haired girl. It's like oh. This guy doesn't realize, but he was like my friend growing up, or he was really close to me, and I liked him a lot. He inspired me to become who I am today. I like him. There we go. Like that's cool. And um, so so I liked that dynamic. But then they, 
don't know. It, they they did. They kind of threw it away because I was really hooked did. after like three episodes. I was like, this could be really good. Like, I think I made it to episode seven after I where like she pretended that she had amnesia, and then all of a sudden she's like, oh, I I messed up. I forgot that I was supposed to pretend I had amnesia. And then yeah. just like, I guess that's fine. Like, that's the story. I was just like, this is so dumb. Like, this is, go- like, I, uh, from what I heard, the ending goes nowhere. Um, and I, the whole time I was thinking, is like, this is going nowhere. Like, why am I wasting my time? Because, like, I'm not going to buy the manga or the light novel or whatever one it is. I'm like, I'm just not going to waste my time watching the rest of this show. Yeah, no, it's, don't waste your time, guys. This is, uh, just, just take it for, take it for me. Pete dropped it. I gave it a five. I... Like it's just painfully average. It's just go watch Oriski. Yeah, yeah. It's just Orisuke is just so much better. I think I gave it a four and then dropped it after seven episodes. So if I guess if I probably yeah. would have kept watching it, it probably would have been a three or a four. And and anyone who scores something after dropping it doesn't deserve to have that score count. Well, so I gave it a. That's five you. That's not how I do buy shows. I, I think if you, you should finish a show before you score it. That's the way. And I, I say do whatever you want. This is a free country, baby. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Happy Independence Day. Um, yes. God bless. Thank you for right, your so service. I, yes. Um, so another show um, that Pete dropped. Yeah. Um, that he dropped an episode in. Not two episodes. I dropped it. I dropped it mid episode two. Okay. Um, this is called Koi Kimo or Koi Toyubi something new. Mochi Kimochi Wari. It's basically uh, Higa Hero, except even creepier somehow. Um, it's uh, the the weeb girl who has friends in high school, and then the older brother of a friend of hers who's like a full on businessman, like playboy, falls for her, um, and then stalks her and like grooms her into eventually becoming like okay maybe i do maybe i can give you a chance someday rather than you know the really cool guy that she's friends with at school who has the same interests and same things that yeah same life goals whatever you want to say as her you know the perfect match for her yeah no screw that guy let's go after the the 30 year old business guy who is just desperate and trying his best i i, I don't know man it it's just I, I, I hated the the epi- I think I think it was episode one. It might have been episode two, where she he calls her and then she's like, "Please stop calling me." And then I think like she, he like accident or she like they like accidentally like run into each other and it's like I guess it's okay because he's hot. I'm like if this dude was like an ugly dude, like everyone would just be like, "This show's so fucking dumb. This is so creepy or whatever." But like. He gets a pass because he's hot, and I hate he's hot that. and rich. I and hate that rich. element. If he's so rich, why is he living with his parents? Still, I mean, it's Japan. It's whatever. But like, he's not. I think he visits his family. Um, I thought he lived with them. Okay, maybe I was wrong. Well, I, I, I think he. I'll be he honest, Pat. I made one and a half episodes and I dropped yeah, it. No, so I'm like, I wasn't sure, paying I'm pretty attention. Sure I'm pretty sure he lives on his own. Um, but he, like you know, you you go home and visit your parents. You still have your room at your parents' house, right? Most of the time, right? Um, Unless they turn it into a guest room. I don't know. My parents haven't done that yeah, yet. Yeah. I, I still live there, though. So there's that, too. Um, but um, I think the worst character in the show, though, believe it or not, it's not the fucking creepy dude. The guy who's, like, again, essentially stalking and harassing and grooming this poor high school girl who multiple times just tells him, like, fuck off. I don't, like, yeah, leave like, me alone. Like, it's throughout the show. This, ep- this show should have been 13 minutes long. 
Yeah. The, this it, whole show, not, not even like an episode. This season should have been 13 minutes long. Hey, you're yeah. hot. Uh, you're creepy. Bye. End of the episode. End of the season. Boom. Yeah, but no. So the worst character was actually the younger sister of the creepy dude who is also best friends with the main girl who like intentionally sets up situations where they end up like encourages it yeah and and encourages the brother encourages or gaslights the 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 girl a little bit too it's just like god do you not see what you're fucking doing like holy shit like she is so uh, uh, rio is her name terrible that is terrible what she does she is manipulative and you know why she gets away with it she's hot She's a hot blonde. Yeah. yeah, there you go. It's so dumb. I, God, we sound like such losers saying that, but that's. I mean, we're reviewing anime. Show. Like, let's be real. People should already know this by now. <laughs> I guess so, but like, no, but like, genuinely, that's that's what she. She's just. It's just. I don't get how this show is liked. Like, this show is a seven point two one on Mal. Oh, I think I gave it a three and dropped it. This show deserves nothing higher than a five on Mal. I gave it a four. Um... I again, it's just bad. It's, it's not ba- even like it's, average. It it's is bad. bad. It's, it's 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 animated okay, good OP, whatever. OP is like, good. OP is good. I'll give it that. <laughs> yeah, but like, how is this higher than Joran? Like, a whole point higher than yeah. Joran. I don't. I don't get it. This is. I guess it's because again, anime's demographics. This yep. might suit people, but fuck this show. I was actually I, thinking about this. If I was eighteen, I bet I would maybe like this show. To be honest. I, I could see myself at, like, a younger age thinking that the show was actually kind of... Just, like, the... Di- I don't know. I guess, like... That, that's just me thinking. I have no idea if that was the case. But I think, like, if I was, like, 18, I think I would have finished this show. I'll put, I'll put it that way. Incel. If I was 18 and, like, incel-ish, maybe. But, like, I don't know. How can you not look at what this guy is doing, even as a younger person, and imagining... Well, like, I don't know. If I was sitting here and I was just in this this woman was coming on to me and was like stalking me. Like he, this guy literally stalks her. Oh yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And harasses her. That would, you may think maybe when you're, I don't even think. Oh, but Pat, they're in love. Oh, but Pat, they're in love. No, she, I don't like you. Fuck off. It's so dumb. I don't get it. Die creep at one point in the show. Like good. He should. Like, it's like, no, fuck this show, and yep. and especially when there's another person right there that is so much better off. So much for better. You. Um, yeah. All right. Let's move on to another show that I'm probably gonna have to cover my ears at certain points. Uh, I'll do this like not spoiler because like you already kind of know the premise. It's a co- it's yeah. Vivi combination of th- for broader terms, it's Terminator, iRobot, and I think those two is probably fine. I loved, loved Vivi. Holy crap, this show copies so off guard. Wit Studio is the goat. What an amazing, amazing show. Uh, the story sets place um, where you see these AIs kind of like lose control and essentially start genociding the human race. Vivi is like an advanced AI, I would put it that way for like broader terms. And she hooks up with this dude or this other robot who, like, shows her, like, what's going to happen. And, like, hey, we need to change the future. And so they have a 100 years before this event happens to change the future. 
my biggest thing that I absolutely loved about this show is when they changed the events to happen 10 years into the future, it affects the rest of the timeline. Not everything is static based off what they saw from the video. So when they thought something was going to happen, it didn't because they, they already affected the timeline. I thought that was a great thing that people like don't do when it comes to time travel or stuff like that, like affecting the butterfly effect. The butterfly effect, that's the other third movie I was thinking of. Mm-hmm. Um, man, the animation's stunning. The music, incredible. The OP was, oh my god, the OP was so good. Vivi was one of those originals I think people are going to talk about for a long time. I think this is one of the best originals I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, near, oh, I almost gave it a 10. Almost. Um few issues with the show that uh just like whatever that like like if we're doing decimals it would be like a 9.5 but like it's because it's a 9.5 it's a 9 essentially it's like the logic that we use where i couldn't give it push it past a 10 but i would recommend vivi don't was anybody um this is going to like win like animation of the year uh the op will be nominated uh vivi i guess diva will probably be like a best protagonist character in like a lot of these awards uh, i i i loved vivi nine out of ten i'd recommend to almost everybody i think i would enjoy this show too personally i, I can't wait it's this in 86 i'm both very excited to to start these over the next couple weeks when you know the next season starts and it's basically just a tome game and and kobayashi for yep. me you know like that's all i'm gonna be watching so um so yeah i'm excited to start this because i i've heard a lot of good things and so would you say it ha- it wraps up, or do you think they're hinting at a next season? Or I think, think it I think it ended perfectly. I, I, okay. There's people who want a second season. I thought it wrapped up great. I don't I don't need any more. I thought it told told a complete story in 13 episodes, and th- that's it. Vivi's great. I, I it has like an 8.7 on Mal, and it's justified. It was a really really good show. Alrighty, let's get to our uh, last one, the blockbuster. Yes. I think. Uh, no, Second best anime of the season. <laughs> depending on who you ask, <laughs> I, but I, I, this show caused so much drama in the anime community in the last week um, for good reason. At one point, it was the number one anime on Mal, and that's Fruits Baskets, the final or season three. Man, what a show! This was one of the best conclusions to a story I've ever seen in anime. Every person's story that happened during Fruits Basket got wrapped up. We got the ending that I was thought we were going to get, and it was even better. The My biggest thing that I didn't realize, and this happened in like episode 13... Was realizing the interpersonal community, like the interpersonal relationships that Honda created throughout this entire story, connecting everybody in the in the family essentially to create like this narrative in the story. I thought that was just an incredible piece of work of just storytelling and character. It was so good. Um, I personally think that this is anime of the year right now. I thought this was near perfection. Season three was near perfection. Uh, Episode 11. I was watching episode 11 in the gym and I started crying. 
while I was riding an elliptical bike or whatever, started Why? crying. Why would you do that to yourself? Uh, that's a terrible I, idea. I didn't think that's what was going to happen because I know a lot of people were got super emotional during this show and I never cried. Um, I, it was emotional, but like it wasn't the type of emotions that like hit me. And then episode 11 hit me like a fucking truck, uh, pun intended, or I guess hit me like a fucking car, pun intended. That's a bad joke. I don't know why I said that. It's <laughs> such a bad joke. Oh, like, okay. actually, fuck you. Ooh, like, that's terrible. That's can- did I cancel myself? Ooh, that was a bad joke. Yeah, I like, apologize. Like, Zombieland Saga where you can make a joke. Yeah, I apologize for that one. <laughs> I hope people get my humor and know that I'm not, like, malicious or anything. But, yeah. Uh, and we're getting a spinoff show of Toru's parents, which is inc- so cool to look forward to. We, I don't think we've ever gotten that. Um, Pat, what are your thoughts on Fruits Basket, the final? Yeah, um, it, this felt like just a continuation of the second season to me, which was, which I liked. I liked that. Um, I, I'm glad it was only one core as well. Uh, I think that that's all it needed. I, I didn't want it to, because uh, like to me, the second season like kind of like twiddled its sums for a little bit. It kind of like sat there and uh, didn't really ramp up until the the second half. Of yep, the second I season. agree. Um, so I'm glad this is one core. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe it just hasn't fully hit me yet. I was very happy with the uh, with the conclusion. Obviously, um, you, you kind of could see it coming because again, it's not it's not like they we're gonna go through this and then suddenly nope, Tori's uh, like nope, she can't break the curse. Sorry, there we go. Go your separate ways. Someone dies. Yeah, you know, like it's not. It's not like it's gonna end like that, right? Um, uh, I think it's uh, I, I I I don't know. I, I'm still processing it, I think, inter- internally. Because you I finished it today, it. right? I finished it this morning, yeah. Okay. And again, I'm super happy with how it ended. It's it's a it was beautiful. I am surprised I, I'm only I guess I'm not surprised because this as a series and as a as an IP is so much more popular and has so many more like demographics of fans than Zombieland Saga does because again, there was the original fruits basket, which uh, the manga and then also the anime were staples in show in shoujo. Absolutely. From, from like, you know, from people who are 20 years older than us grew up on it. Right. And then also, um, then of course we grew up watching it too, because of that. Um, and then it, again, it's had three seasons worth of hype to build up to this point. So I think the surrounding the drama, at least the fact that it's at like a 9.09 right now and it's going up and down because people are dumb and people, <laughs> people are, are dumb. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like review bombing things. It doesn't work for one or, or when it does work, it gets adjusted. So it's really dumb to try to do it in the first place. But then I don't know also, but also people who, think that this show when it was what it was at like a 9.3 at the day after the episode released uh yeah like 9.2 something i think that was like what it was it was like a few points higher than brotherhood people can't be that dense and think that it's going to stay there like it's because i guarantee you when brotherhood released it probably was at like a a 9.6 something i bet and then just because this is the nature of like statistical things like this it's naturally gonna especially at the day after the first episode it's gonna be at its peak it's oh absolutely going to be at its peak and it's going to slowly trickle down because of the bell curve of a statistical thing like this right where that's correct because like i don't know just to get it out of the way i gave it a nine i i i didn't feel like this deserved a 10 to me 
So even though I loved this show, and at least as of right now, I'm giving it a nine, I'm bringing down its average, even though I'm talking about how great this show is and I think it deserves like either a nine or a ten. Me being so like anyone who is even close to my feeling or slightly less where they're like, oh, I liked it, but it wasn't great or it wasn't like perfect. Anyone who thinks that way is going to be bringing this score down. Oh, right absolutely. Now because it is above a nine. So like, I don't know. I think people who are so obsessed with the fact that, oh, it's not it was number one. We got to get, get it down or that are sitting there thinking on the contrary. It was number one until people started review bombing it. Like, no, it it did get review bombed, though. It absolutely okay, did, but, but I agree with adjusted. It I agree with adjusted. your statement that it, it will reach its peak. The people who love Fruits Basket will finish it first. They'll rate the highest. The score will go up, and then it will slowly start going down as it trickles throughout the the series. And then anything that's not a ten will lower the score. Yeah, and look at the popularity too. So when we look at like uh, again, we're going off Mal too, by the way. Yes. So I don't know what it's like on Analyst or the other sites. I think it's still number one on any list. But like. It's I'll ranked check. number four. It's ranked number four right now, right? Its popularity is 819. Like, as it becomes more popular or goes up that popularity score, the ranking is going to go down. The only shows, there's two shows that are, like, in the top ten, I think, of both. It's, like, Steinsgate and, I think, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I don't even know if... Uh, AOT Oh, AOT. On this. Okay. But, again, that one, though, even, I think too, they I share think, pretty similar, actually, I think to be that honest. one... I think that one's going to go down as well, I think. Because, like, that one will just progressively continue to go down. I as it should. That's up to interpretation. I agree that it should <laughs> do. But, of course, I can't say, though, because I haven't seen that season. I don't think you have either. So, who knows? Maybe it got I, I read. You know, I read it. You read about it. Yeah. No, I read um, it. What? I okay. read I read Attack on Titan. The whole manga? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. Well then, well the, well that's the manga, not the anime though. So, but there we go. They adapt the same things. <laughs> the okay. animations look nicer. Okay, it's the same story. I don't know. Either way, um, it's not a nine. I'll just put it that way. This is fruit basket has, talk, baby. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, that, I don't know. Again, I think I think I might move it up eventually to a ten. I just I fucking love it. I think or nine's a very good. fair score because I overall that. gave the series a nine. I just. I am, what was I? I'm 60-some episodes invested into these characters. I thought they wrapped up everything perfect. I loved the routes that they took to end these shows. Uh, I thought, like, the last end scene of episode 13 was brilliant. I love mm. the fact that we got to see them as, like, elderly for, like, 10 seconds. See that they, they had a family. They have grandkids. Yeah. Uh, this it, it was a happily ever after story. They broke the curse. And it was more of just like Fruits Basket is a story about a group of people who are told that they are nothing more than pawns. They are used for this specific reason for the family. They, they, they're essentially, they're just items. And it was like the story of them overcoming these trials of, being their own person and accepting who they are, I thought was just incredible. I thought they did it just in the best way possible. And that's why I'm giving the season a 10 and like the series overall a nine. I would go that, that That's kind of just like, like my logic of thinking behind like yeah, I, how they concluded it because like there was one way that I thought they could do it. And they did it better than the thought that I was going to. And that was like the biggest reason why I gave it a 10. Yeah. So I think it's the uh, same way where 
Uh, for me, I gave Origairu season three a ten. Yep, right? same. Like, uh, and but I'd say the series overall is like an eight or a nine. Yep, I, actually I absolutely agree. Know what I could say. Um, so yeah, I think that that's fair. Again, I might bump this up to a ten, but I I am solidly at a nine. You should think about it. I'm I'm gonna think about it. I again, I need more time to reflect. I might go back and watch a few episodes too because I was in a a very tired haze while I was watching like half of this show. Yeah. Um, I have to say though, uh, Arisa Watani, the the tall blonde Yankee girl, whatever the, they call her. Uh, God, I loved her. She was great. Um, her I love the whole cast. I don't know if I have. Like, I mean, yeah, Honda, Honda is by far my favorite character, but like, I just loved like who she was as like a person. But other than that, I think the rest of the cast is just so well done. Especially like, like someone like Keo, who I did not like season one, and then by the end of season three. I thought like his development through like his struggles were so well portrayed that I fell in love with his character. It's, that's like why yeah. Fruits Basket is so good, to, or why I felt it was so good. Yeah, I loved it. Again, like you said, yeah, the whole cast is great. I, I, I don't know. I, it's it's really easy. We could again. It's like it's similar as uh, not at the same level as Zombieland for me, where I could literally talk for an hour about that show, but um, Fruits Basket's up there too. Like we can talk for for a very long time. Yeah. Um, I think Zombieland is just, like, easier to talk about because of, like, just the style and nature of the show. This is just, like, a complete story, the conclusion to this story. And to me, that's just, like, what I was looking for in a final season, and I got it. And that's why I rate it so high. That's why I think it's probably... It's close. Um, So that, we'll review it next for the summer when Two Year Eternity is all done. But I think... That is going to be a major front runner for anime of the year. Uh, I know you don't like it, Pat, but it has like an, it's that's usually I don't give Ted's for a show like halfway through the season and to your eternity is an easy Ted, but fruits basket was also an easy 10. I loved it. They did everything that I was looking for in the show. I'm going to give it a 10. I can't believe that. Zombieland isn't a ten for you. Uh, that's that's what shocked me. It, it was like it's like it's like if we're doing decibels, it's a nine point five, and because it's nine point five, it's a nine. That's so what's, what's holding you back from a ten then? I'm curious, so I can't said anything bad about. It. I actually had this conversation with Miles. Now for seasonals, when I watch seasonals instead of just like binging a show, if I don't like go out of my way to watch it, and that's like the difference between a nine and a ten for me, or like. Zombie for like something like Zombieland Saga, where like I it was fine if I waited until I went to bed to watch Zombieland Saga. For me, when Fruits Basket, it's like when Fruits Basket, especially the later episodes, as soon as it dropped, I watched it, and that's the difference for me now going forward. I think between a nine and a ten is that hmm. like must watch. I need it now. I need to consume this now. So that I think that's kind of like how I view nines and tens in in terms of seasonals okay i i, I, I love zombie saga but like if you had to ask me which show would i want to rewatch, it's probably zombie land saga right I, well that, it's a lot easier to rewatch too yeah. than a, a heavy show like this for sure yeah um, absolutely uh, uh, i think the zombie land did heavy things as well without it i agree being too heavy too that's the best part again another one of the best parts about that show god damn it man i can we do a Zombieland Saga podcast? Like, fuck. Hey, babe, <laughs> hey, you never know. When season three drops, we'll uh, we'll definitely do it. But yeah, we'll, 
we'll get Miles on that too. He's apparently started it. So uh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm happy for that. But uh, Pat, so happy. Pat, I think that's going to conclude our uh, our season review for spring. I wish I could have done this in two episodes so I could talk. Oh my god, I skipped. I skipped two shows. I skipped three shows in my speed round. Holy crap! I am so dumb. Did wow. You? Um, I'm supposed to say it now. Uh, here, I'll do this for oh, the, yeah. the outro. Oh. <laughs> I can't believe I can't even read my own handwriting. Um, on Taxi. Yep. Uh, fuck it. I'm supposed to do a makeshift review right here, right now. Um, okay. on, ta- on Taxi. If you like Knives Out, you'll love On Taxi. On Taxi was a great mystery um, show that we get in anime. It was so unique. We don't have shows like this in anime. On Taxi was incredible. Yeah, Speed Round Round 2. Um, on if you're a fan of like fa- Knives Out, Mystery, uh, fun, silly, like unique shows, Odd Taxi's in. I give it a nine. I loved it. Uh, Super Cub, one of my favorite slice of life's of all time. If you've ever been passionate about a specific topic, like anything, like a hobby, um, an author, a movie, a franchise, something like that, that's what Super Cub is. It's about people who are falling in love and changing their life based off of like the freedom of being on like this motorcycle or moped type of thing. Loved it. Nine out of 10. And the last one was farewell. My dear Kramer, which was the girls soccer, uh, anime. Um, I can, I thought this show was gonna be hot garbage because of the animation. Turns out the cast was incredible and made up for everything about the show Too bad The animation was dog shit. I gave it a seven. Okay. That ends the speed drop round two. I can't believe I missed those three, especially super cub. Oh my God. I'm an idiot, but we made up for it. Um, <laughs> Pat, do you have any final words before we head out? Uh, great season, but like, why the fuck are there not more people talking about Zombieland, bro? I don't get it. I, I, I can't be the only one that's this high on the show. I see because like this to me is just, is now a classic. I, I think it's like a classic, classic. Like because like I loved Oregaru. But it's not a staple. It, it, I mean, and it's, I guess it's a staple. In I the think it's an theory. absolute staple. <laughs> it's, a sta- it's a staple in the rom-com thing, but w- yes. would I call it a classic? Would I call it like an instant classic? No. I would. <laughs> I would. I, I don't think I would. Be- I don't think you have to watch it to say that you, you're you're like a big anime culture. Like not culture, but you know what I mean? Like you know the – For that genre? That, or not, not even for that genre, but more for like – that time in anime right where like a classic so bebop is is a great example of the yeah i mean yeah era, i see what you're saying right? this i think is the epitome of 2020 and 20 or this the the late late teens early 20s of, of this genre of anime of what anime is right now i think it is a a classic i i can't believe more people are talking about this show because holy fuck I, hey pat that that brings up a good point if you are a fan of Zombieland Saga and you want to talk about more, you should join our Discord and talk to Pat about Zombieland Saga. Please do. I need more people. Like, links it's... links to the socials in the description below. You can also follow us on Twitter if you want to stay up to date on the podcast. But we have a very active Discord and Pat is looking for some Zombieland love. Yeah. It, well, come talk to me about why Yugiri was incredible. And, and like, I don't know. It, find me a woman like Yugiri that is willing to die for me like that. You know, like it, it's incredible. It's, it's so, it, it's beautifully done. I can't, I can't speak about it. Okay. We've talked about it so much. Go. We, we and, have talked about it. So, yeah. Uh, if you've made it this far, thank you so much. If you like the podcast, the best way to support us is if you like, 
comment, subscribe, leave a review. It helps us grow as a podcast. It helps us get the word out. It helps us like can. It gives me motivation to continue making content. Not gonna lie, this is also I said last time in our other review. This is our two year anniversary. Um, yeah. Technically, it was June 29th is the two year anniversary. But Pat, you've been around for a long a time. You one and a half years. Quarters. One and three quarters. Been around for a very long time. So Pat, I want to say thank you for continuing to be like my main co-host, helping me whenever I need it. So thank you. Also shout out to my our wonderful community, whether it's through Discord or Twitter. I mean, we're going to Miles's wedding because of this podcast. Like, yeah, I can't wait. Oh my god, his name's not even Miles. Wait, oh, dude, you broke. Oh my god, are you breaking the fifth wall right now? Oh my god. The fifth, the fifth wall, well, yeah. Fourth, you're going through Discord, wall. and now you're going through this stream. I don't know. Well, I didn't say what his real name is, but yeah, it's crazy. Our our friend Miles is not Miles, or wow. we found out. Like, wow, what I a know, spoiler! Right? But it's just really cool. I I made this because I wanted to. Talk, I want made this podcast so I, just because I want to talk about anime, and I didn't know that we would have like a community, and I would have friends, and I would meet people like this. So I'm really happy that I did this. I'm happy for the two years. I'm hoping for at least two more years of this and just continue making fun anime content. And for you guys to join along with us, I mean, our discord is so active. You should join it. If you want to talk anime, even if you don't like what we talk about, just come on in and just say whatever you need. We're, we're very open and welcome. So thank you for joining us uh, in two Mondays from now. So that would be, let me check the old calendar. That is the 12th of July. We have watch club. We will be reviewing, some anime called pet that i dropped mid episode one and now i have to watch the whole thing so yeah, that's gonna be really if fun. you want to hear so us glad. review shitty anime join us in like nine days for our pet review but i just want to say thank you again thank you for two years here's to year number three and we'll see you next time bye-bye